motherfucker. The plague. <laughs> of some kind or another. Okay, now I put this on the floor. And here we are. Here we are. Is it working? Yeah, it's working. Wait, look at your slippers. Yes. Are they new? They are. I bought these for myself. I also got these as um, a Christmas gift for my co-Girl Scout troop leader. Oh. So we have matching yeah, when are ones. The girl, when are the cookies? What's happening? Oh, cookies are for sale. Okay. Hit well, your girl up. I have done nothing. When yeah, I tell what you, the fuck? like, dude, I am, I feel like I'm simultaneously really good at doing Girl Scout things and also like super shitty at doing them because, <laughs> let me just go on up. Oh, look at the sticky man. Oh, I thought it was a giant spider. Nope. He's been up there for, I don't know. 36 hours now. Wow, that's Just pretty impressive. Hanging on Quite for dear sticky. life. It's a real great product endorsement. Um, if you just like need more shit in your house to eventually throw away, get these. They're Tomorrow I'm the going place. on a big purge, but let's go. Tell me more about your um, your eyes. Um, my Girl Scout adventure. Oh, Girl Scouts, yeah, not the slippers. Yeah. So Girl Scout first. So yeah, yeah Girl Scout leader. Shaping Hoorah. and molding the minds of young women. Who will grow up to be the future movers and shakers of this country? That's right. On my honor, I will, I will try. try to serve God in my country. To serve God in my country. Do you country. still say? Do we still say God? Y- you give. The, you're given the option. Okay. You can insert a word of your choice, or you can say God. We say God just because, like, God is universal. Like, Fair. Yeah. I like you that. don't want to believe in God. I don't really feel like I know a lot of kindergarten atheists. So I mean, I feel like God, just like as a broad term, is pretty safe. Okay. Um, okay, serve God in my country. For, serve God in my country. <laughs> to oh, live by the Girl Scout law. law. I know there's a missing. There's, there's like a, a whole bunch in between, yeah. but that's what I got. Okay, cool. Anyway, cookie season is officially here. Have I done shit to sell them? Absolutely not. Are we set up? Do we have a website? Yes, we do. Um, unfortunately, Girl Scouts of America. If I could just uh, shit on you for a second, not a lot of guidance. Not a lot of guidance from GSA. They kind of, uh, they say, oh, great. You want to like start a troop? Great. Here's the documentation. And like, that's all we got. Like, this is the paperwork we need. Figure it out for your fucking selves. Like, there's mm-hmm. really not a lot. It's not well organized. Gotcha. Okay. And the reason I think that is, is because it's, it's, while it is a national organization, there are individual councils for like the country is broken up into councils. Okay. Um, so everyone does things a little bit different and some are really overwhelmed with interest. Some have like no interest. Do you know what I mean? We're in a part of the country where there's a lot of Girl Scout interest, particularly particularly at the grade level that we're at. Yeah. So they get real, real fucked up from like April to October with inquiries and people wanted to set up new troops and then it's cookie season and that's a whole shit show. I said all that to say this. You need some fucking cookies. Hit your girl up. I will hook you up. Um, I'll post the website somewhere for my for my child's uh, cookie. I don't know. Fucking entrepreneurship. Because that's what they call it. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I mean, They I start my, the MLMs early. My sister, or my niece, um, is still a Girl Scout. That's incredible. Yeah. I have a problem with them saying, uh, this is a business. Like, oh. each girl has their own business. I'm like, no. No, well, we're not can, selling Mary Kay here. Well, we can, So here's the thing. the Where it gets into it is, like, my niece who went to Panama this summer. Yes, those trips and are so, lovely. I hope so she's going to do that. So she 
her Girl Scout cookie sales yes. funding went to her yes. personal trip. So yes. I think that's where like they all quote, do. Quote, so it all comes into our bank account. But but hers didn't go into the troop. It went to like direct only to her. So I think like there, oh there was, really yeah there was something where she could <laughs> choose to like I don't know something about her funding directly funded her personal trip. Her troop did not go on the trip. Oh. She went by herself. Oh, she didn't know anybody on But it. it was like a Girl Scout sponsored trip. It was like a Girl trip. Scout sponsored trip, but it was not through her troop. Like I my sister is the troop leader. Yes, it's I like- remember those trips from when I was a Girl Scout. Yeah. Never went because I was like the Girl Scout that literally never sold a cookie until like the day before. And I would just go harass every living soul that I came in contact with. And then my mom would just buy all the cookies that I needed to buy. And I would be forced to work the cookie booths. Do you remember the cookie booths? Oh, they still have them. I am not doing that. I will not stoop to that level. I find that to be so harassing. It's like, bitch, I'm just, I'm at fucking stop and shop. I'm at the Cracker Barrel. I don't, I'm good with the cookies. Thank you so much. Like, I don't need this. My sister was like top cookie seller in I can I can see your sister <laughs> in Massachusetts like, we sell fucking no, cookies no, no, here no 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 when she was a girl scout not as a troop leader both but yeah she's got that in her do you yeah. know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah I I see it I can see it. I've met her like three times and she's hated me every single time but <laughs> it's just shut up resting, Meg it's just her resting bitch face no 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 like when we were at your fight oh yeah I mean I was wildly intoxicated yes, and I'm yeah. pretty sure she just didn't want to deal with it which understood but I remember like talking to her and being like, I'm so proud of her. So she's like, yeah, yeah. I think my okay. sister was so. She was in the fucking zone that night. She, she was. was like, she really was trying to. Well, she was like, I blacked out. Like she, because mm. of her stress, like her mm. inner stress. Like, yeah. Which and I'm sure I did not help with my annoying fucking ass. So then I think like her. my sister was like feeling my energy. So she was just copying. It my was energy. before. I mean, regardless, it doesn't matter. Oh, I was okay. super Whatever. fucking annoying that night. Like. <laughs> beyond so she did the right thing by kind of just <laughs> that's nice yeah okay bye now just, just leave thank yeah. you she did the correct thing i'm not i don't hold it against her there. at all <laughs> um but i can see her like really putting some foot to ass yeah in the cookie sales department I don't know on what, either end i don't know what year it was or or the girl selling clearly in the early 90s i mean like 95 no she would have no nope because she was born in 82, so she probably... Oh, so like 91. Yeah, early, early 90s. Yeah, she was top Girl Scout cookie sale seller. That was, Honestly, I've already bought a few like boxes. You... Of, that's why I'm asking, like... Okay, I'll give. I'll, I'll send you the website. You know, I'm trying to disperse... Because need to kick this shit off in a big way. Yeah, I got to disperse, you know, like my... my uh, your, your purchases. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Support yeah. all the peeps. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, yes, I will, sell, I will send you the uh, website. But, uh, yeah, Girl Scouts are great. I forget how the f- – oh, we got – because the slippers. Yeah. These so you slippers and your le- co- are leader. so fun. I love them so much. They're so comfy. I like the shape of them. They look like little – they're just like the basic bitch rounded slide-in slippers. But they cover so much of your foot. I don't know. There's something about them that I really, really enjoy. And check the soles. They have rubber soles, yeah. fully rubber soles, and like also a little bit up the sides. Traction. Traction, but also like you step in something wet on the floor. Yeah. 
you're not fucking up your whole slipper yeah do you know what i mean yeah really really into them got them for my co-troop leader as her christmas gift so sweet and we wore them on vacation together this weekend and it was adorable <laughs> we took our little picture because she uh wanted to we said let's do something corny and annoying so we did that that's where i saw them first I was yes like, where is this from? Yeah. yep and uh yeah that was it that's what we did and i love them can't recommend them enough best amazon purchase of all time oh there we go so okay we've been on hiatus for a while yep <coughs> and that's why <laughs> live that's why everyone's been sick we have we've been. also been traveling internationally and by we i mean she yeah <laughs> Miss Kate had herself a little Italiano vacazione yeah. to Tuscany. Yeah. Tell us about it. How it was, was it? Great. It was great. Um, I was just saying before we got on air that it's wild that we left for Italy almost a month ago. Yes. Like, I have no idea where the fucking past month went. Yeah. I mean, I guess like 10 days of it, right? We were in Italy. But, um, no, the... The actual vacation of being in Italy, the overarching feeling of it was great. Yes. Overarching, the vacation was great. 100% would do it again. You signed up for the trials and tribulations package, though, yeah. during your time away. Yeah. So there's definitely, like, highs and lows, right, of any vacation. Do you want to share? <laughs> because it's a fucking hell of a story. I it have is to a say. hell of a story. All right, we'll try and do Cliff Notes version. I'll start with the highs because it's always good to do like glass half full, you know? Let's do it. So the highs obviously was that Italy was beautiful. Yes. Staying in Florence was was oh. great because we are so accessible to everything. We could walk out the apartment and just access food and drinks and beautiful buildings and sites. I and love like Florence. Walk around and the kids like loved all the sculptures and fountains and just whatever the tchotchkes flying in the air by the you know people selling selfie sticks and flying wonders um so that was great we were it was so quick though because by the time we like got to florence checked in it was like 5 p.m and then yeah. we had like one full day and then we were gone the next morning by you know the next day by 10 a.m so we really only had like a day and a half there but it was good we were glad to like get into the countryside uh, or the country of Tuscany, countryside of Tuscany, whatever. You, you get what I'm fucking saying. I here. understand. Yeah. <laughs> so the wineries were beautiful. All the towns in Tuscany, all the walled towns that we visited. I'm not going to try and pronounce some of them. San Gimignano. Yeah, that one. That was great. We climbed uh, that bell tower. Yes. Aiden and Ryan climbed it in three minutes. Oh, my um, God. Maybe less. I don't know. I timed my mom and I. I like needed a knee replacement by the time I climbed that fucking thing. We climbed it in like six minutes, my mom and I. Six minutes and 20 seconds or something. I did not think I was going to live to see the top of that tower. And I was wearing Owen. Oh, fuck. No. No, bitch. No. Aiden was so pumped. He really wanted to climb Duomo in Florence, but it was just like. Oh, getting in there was a, was a scene. It was. It would have been a big undertaking with the three kids very big yeah yeah so we climbed the bell tower he was super happy definitely a highlight of the trip for him um so we saw the like the walled cities we went to volterra which is awesome we visited wineries like i said like there was some i said the vacation was relaxing and i had a girlfriend be like was it really though so there was definitely moments of relaxation when we st where we stayed um the 
resort working winery that we stayed at yeah um we each had our own villa so Lovely. we had like a two bed two bath villa with tons of space a full kitchen a covered patio where we could all like hang out drink wine we could get wine like right on property that's so amazing we had like two dinners with a private chef on property they had breakfast every day there was like three cats and a dog that the kids loved to play with there was a playground they could just like run free because we're the only people on the property right so it was just like they could like run to grandma and grandpa's run run to yaya and papa like you know what i mean like they could just kind of roam roam, which was great um (laughs) so there was some Lots of drinking, relaxation. Merriment. Merriment. All the family was there. Um, some of the lows would be the travel there, in fact. The flights. We thought the flight there was rough. And then the flight home was like, let me show you what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just going to leave it at that. It was tough. We're not going to ha- talk about what happened in between? Oh, which part? So the flight there, Owen was rough. And we and Aiden was fine. Ava was just like the middle child throughout it all. She sure, was kind yeah. Of like even keeled, had her like one moment, <laughs> whatever, on both times. But mm. it was mostly the the youngest and oldest. Um, what us getting robbed? Yeah, that's the one. That part right there. Yeah, that part. Um, that doesn't happen on every vacation. No, sure doesn't. Nope. I feel like that's a point of conversation. <sighs> if you would like to share, if not, yeah, no, I totally can. So we were leaving Florence. We had our whole car packed because we were headed out of the city of Florence into the countryside. Um, I had my card wallet. like I just had like a little like credit card holder kind of thing in yes. the center console. And I moved it into the diaper bag in a zippered pocket in the footwell. And I took our one like our main credit card with us. Yeah. Um, all of, obviously, the rest of our suitcases, backpacks everything else was in the car because we were literally just stopping at the Plaza Michelangelo for yeah. like a picture. We were maybe out of the car for 15 to 20 minutes. Yep. Um, Beautiful views. Yeah. Not fucking worth it though. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was beautiful views for sure. Um, but even in that moment, it was super sunny. So we couldn't get a great photo of uh, all of us because yeah, of the sun. Was. We weren't wearing sunglasses. So I have like a great selfie of myself. Um, but anyway, so we got out of the car. Ryan tried to lock the car, it like double beeped. He tried it again, a double beep. So he assumed it was locked. So whether it was locked or whether, I know, I feel like I say this and people look at me weird, but I know what happens in Boston is that yeah. there's like some type of like thing that people can like intercept your car fob right if you don't lock it at the handle if that happened or the car didn't lock long story short we're driving we get back in the car we're driving we're about 10 minutes less than 10 minutes from the plaza and i get a text message saying that like six almost 1700 dollars was tried was blocked on my personal credit card oh my god so i instantly panic i look in the diaper bag and my whole wallet is gone and so I'm like looking around, I'm looking at the center console, but I remember, vividly remember taking my wallet, putting it in the bag, zippering it up and taking the credit card out. And I said, Ryan, my wallet is gone. And we're like on a highway. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, it's missing. It's gone. It was taken. It was. And then I'm like, just like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, it was stolen. Like panic. Oh, panic. And I'm like, but I was trying to be calm. Yep. 
I was like, my wallet's gone. It's stolen, right? Right. It's gone. So then he reaches back. He is driving. And I'm like, just drive. And he's like, I need to see, like, what else? And so he reaches in the (laughs) backpack behind my seat to where our passports are. Yeah. And they're gone. And so he starts to obviously panic. And he's like, our passports are gone. Our passports are gone. And then Aiden hears the panic in our voices. So he's like, what happened? What's going on? Like, he starts to get scared. Yeah. And then, so we pull over to the side of the road. And I'm like, we find, like, whatever. We pull over. We start rummaging through the car. One one backpack was completely taken. Ryan's work stuff was taken. So, like, work laptop, work phone. um, One of our iPads, my wallet. Our passports were taken out of the pocket they were in, and then they were placed back in the bag in a different pocket. So thankfully, those were not taken because that yeah. would have been a royal pain in the ass. Oh my god, that would have been—that's literally worst case scenario. Yeah, everything else it's like you're covered, credit cards, yeah. your bank. Like they'll replace the money, they'll block the transactions, whatever. But if you don't have a physical passport and you're in a foreign country, getting one. Yeah. Is number one wildly expensive. And when all of your means of payment have been confiscated. Right. It's a situation. And then like getting an appointment at an embassy. Like you like I have had people I know people who have had their passports stolen like in various places in Europe and Asia. And they're like, we were there an extra three weeks. Yes. I know. Yeah. It just happened to a friend it's of a wild. friend. In Columbia. Wild. Yeah, well, Columbia, you know. That's a whole different story for another day. They were drugged and then robbed. Oh, my um, God. So anyways. Yeah. So thankfully we had our passports, but a lot of our belongings were taken. Yeah. Um, so we continued on our merry way. We got to a winery. We were like all kind of like really shooken up. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just material things. Everything's replaceable, right? right. Yeah. Um, you want, you want to know the one bank that didn't block any transactions? <laughs> bank of America? No. The smallest bank. Oh my God. The Kinder Group Bank? Yes. Of course. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys are like literally a small town Massachusetts bank. But and you just like, you're like, oh, we don't have that many like you. You just let four thousand dollars. It's all been replaced. Oh, <laughs> it's my all been given back. God. Yeah. Stupid. Um, But then the next day, like I got contacted by somebody on Facebook and Instagram. He friended me and I'm like, who is this Italian guy trying to friend me? <laughs> so he was an American expat from Jersey. He tried to call me like seven times. The backpack that was taken out of our car was dropped outside of his apartment. Yeah. He left it there for the day. Then he went through it. And his son, who was like a teenager, or like tw- early 20s, was like, Dad, this looks like stuff was stolen because the kid's iPad c- case was in there. But right. the iPad was missing. So my, li- my all my IDs, our health insurance cards, like that was all in there. So he found me, and I'm the only Caitlin Bedelak in the entire world. Yep. So I'm pretty easy to find. Right. And so he contacted me. So uh, Ryan and his dad drove back to Florence and grabbed the bag. And it yep. actually had, like, a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff in it between, like, my straightener, my makeup, toys, IDs, and stuff like that. But, yep. Yeah. So that was definitely a low oh. for sure. I mean, like I said, thank God it wasn't your yeah, I mean, as sure. much as that sucks, and like that feeling of panic is terrible. But we were just like, I felt like we we really like my family even said they were like, you guys dealt with it really well. And I was like, yes. well, what did you guys want us to do? Like, we could we can't. Like, I mean, there's nothing you could do. You right? can't like sit in it, right? Like, yeah. You can't like sit in that like dark circle and let it. Like, we had just gotten to the countryside. We had just started our vacation with the rest of the family. Like, I'm not right. gonna let that. 
be like a dark cloud over yeah. the rest of our vacation. Yeah, agreed. I think it affected some other people. Oh, um, really? But it is what it is. It's mm. material things. Like, yeah, for sure. There's, there's, there's bad people in this world. The whole world is not bad. Right. We encountered a really great person who reached out, found me. I and mean, amazing. That. Yeah. So I think I had to like tell preschool and daycare because Aiden was like bad guys telling the whole story bad guys came into our car and took our oh stuff oh my god because that's what we said i was like i don't know how else to describe it no i mean right but it's just like, like it makes it they, sound like it was a he's like and they a took, hostage situation they took my ipad and ava's like they didn't take mine <laughs> <laughs> sucks to suck bro yeah yep that's so i mean that part of it is funny yeah bad guys came into our car and took all our things and then like yeah. that that it's so funny to hear kids recount these stories to other people yeah <laughs> um, I'm very happy that you escaped with the things that are obviously of most importance. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, but damn, that's a hell of a fucking story. Mm-hmm. So Italy was mostly good. Yeah, it was. With some little bits of insanity. Yeah. But such is life. You're parenting in a different zip code, right? Yeah, like- yeah, for sure. That's why when you said relaxing, I was like. Your parenting is a huh? different code. We had, we had, you know, we did get to, Ryan and I got to go out to dinner one night by ourselves. We got it's to nice do, like, that a you wine have like family by ourselves. Yeah. there. Yeah. The thing that was hard is that we expected our kids to adjust differently to the time zone. Like we thought that they initially, like the first night or two, they did stay up later because they were sleeping later. Yeah. But then they adjusted so well. So they were still sleeping probably like an hour to two later in the morning. Sure. But they still, by like 8 p.m., my kids are like... Done. So when you are When you're not fully acclimated, it's like you're still on... Well, and restaurants for dinner open up at 7. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's hard. Yeah. So that like made for like a tough meal or two, so... Ay, ay, ay. But such is life. If somebody's laying on the floor, it is what it is, I guess. That's why they have cheap crafts of wine. Giuseppe. Yeah. Keep those coming, please. (laughs) Keep the vino coming. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. No, I mean, that's like, that's so amazing, though. Did they, did the kids enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, like, when, like, when they, like, look at pictures, like, that was in Italy. And we brought, we brought some of the toys back that, because we didn't bring any toys with us so we bought toys in italy yeah 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 that makes sense and they were in the backpack that was stolen so that like hurt our hearts a little bit like like the sentiment but then it all got returned so there was this ball and like a soccer ball and the dog named max played with it and he bit it and so we were playing with it today and abel was like oh max that silly dog he bit this ball like she has that memory yeah biting the ball just you know well, you know, they're too young to really have, like, well, Ava especially, too young to have, like, full memories of it, right? Right. But I think that you don't travel with kids <laughs> for that. Like, I mean, like, for the memories, right? Like, for, I think they'll, like, remember being together, going on, like, a big trip together. With yeah, them, yeah, like, yeah. And th- those memories will become more visceral as time goes on yeah. and you do more trips as they right. get older. You know yeah. what I mean? Those get like different things out of it. Right now it's like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Like look yeah. where we are. And like they go on an airplane and yeah. they're doing things that are different and things are different. And that's really exciting to them. And then as they get older, it's like, wow, 
look at this cool church. I don't know. I don't know when they start appreciating that shit, but I'm looking forward to that. I think that that's really fun for kids. Oh my God. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah. So it's good. I'm so glad. So Kate. Oh God. What? We are approaching new year. We're getting through Christmas. Yeah. Are you ready for Christmas? How are we feeling about yeah. the blessed day? Fine. Are we done shopping? Yeah, I need to be done. What of your what so what are you getting for Christmas? Like what are your what are your main gifts for your kids? If anybody needs some like I find every year, like the biggest talking point amongst parents, moms, dads, grandparents, what do I get the kids for Christmas? So share your like, what do you, do you do? Like, how do you do it? How do you do your Christmas shopping? I felt like before it was just like in years past, it was like a mishmash because the mm. kids I felt like were too young to really verbalize right. something that they wanted or what they said was so minimal. Yeah. And so then I felt like I had to like create merriment and create magic. And like, I remember one year I went wild yeah and so then like last year i felt like my in-laws bought everything that we had on our list so i don't think ryan and i even bought i remember you saying that yeah we just wrapped everything from santa that my in-laws bought but then this year the kids actually verbalized things that they wanted the older two at least so the oldest one aiden wanted a the hot wheels ultimate garage oh but not a particular one. I think it was actually like an older version. Yeah. So they had it at like, whatever. I saw it on like Amazon and Walmart and whatever. But we found it on Facebook Marketplace. Yes, bitch. Brand spanking, like rarely played with, fully assembled. Oh, you spick can't and beat, span. Dude, you can't beat that. For a third of the cost. You really can't beat that. <laughs> especially the fully assembled yeah so i mean it's huge it's you know it it was a bigger more it's a more expensive gift obviously we got a facebook marketplace so it ended up being cheap yeah but um i'm not above that no nor should you be yeah i was talking to one of our friends recently <laughs> and she had told me that she won this like gift basket for her daughter oh yes yep and she's like I'm she's two. I'm just going to wrap all these gifts. Yeah. And that's Christmas. Yeah. I'm like, that is so beautiful and just perfect. Yeah. I like, I love that. I just, I, yeah. I mean, every the comparison year, game at the holidays, I think is hard. The what game? Like the comparison, oh, the comparison game. Sometimes game. like people are like, Oh, I need like one more gift for this person. One more this. And like, Sometimes it's just comparing within yourself, within your family. Like, yeah. you know, trying to make things equal, which we try and do with the kids at least. Yeah, you know? of course. Mm. But the the big one for Ava, she got really into Frozen this year. Oh. And there's like Encanto Welcome. and Moana. Yeah. So she, we got her um, like a three foot Elsa doll that sings. And I don't know what else she does, but she sings. But she's three feet. She's like the same. Yeah. She's as big as Ava. Yeah. Bigger. No, Ava's a little bit bigger, but yeah. Is she? Yeah, she's like the same size. Oh, yeah, three feet. I don't know why I'm like thinking like little tiny people. Yeah, she's like, like it's just, Ava's like a little, like an inch taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the same size as Ava. Aww. And then I got a Tony's. 
A Tony? A Tony box? Um, so they're like these little boxes. Also, They're like $100, which is like outrageous. But um, And then you buy the figurines to put on top. Okay. And so like the one I got came with the Elsa. Okay. So it comes. And so Elsa, there's, there's like they sing. They tell a story. So like each figurine comes with like 30 to 40 minutes of merriment or entertainment. Okay. So like you could buy uh, uh, Maribel from Encanto and she would like sing some of the hit songs and tell like an abbreviated version like a 20 minute story of Encanto. Encanto. So I I figured it was like a good like non-screen time entertainment thing. Yep. So those were like some of the we got like the Hess truck wiggle cars. What the fuck is a wiggle car? They're like these I'm looking these things up Tony boxes. Yeah. Um, they're the wiggle cars are things that you the kids like sit on and you they're like they had it as when we were kids. Oh, later on and you like move the yes. steering wheel. Yes. Okay. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Um. So I got two of them. Uh. But that was the other thing. Like my I ended up like starting to I like bought all of these gifts. Yeah. Right. And then people are asking me what to get my kids and I'm like shit I don't know I bought everything, so I started giving away the gifts that we bought for people to give my kids. And then people are just giving me money. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, actually, I mean, honestly, that's actually a really good way to do it. I did, like, an Amazon, um, like, wish list. Right, which is what we did have. But then I was buying all of the stuff off of it. Yeah. So I'm like, we don't, like. Dude, these Tony boxes look cool. They are. They're really cool. So, like, one friend said her kids don't use it a ton. But I got, okay. like, a other a lot of great reviews. Like, somebody says, like, there's, like, a Yodo box or something, which is very similar. The figurines are like 18 bucks a piece, which is where yeah, you like get a little bit meh. But <clears throat> I ended up buying it. It was on sale mm-hmm. for like 199 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And it was $5 off at Target. So it was $95. Okay. And then I bought a gift card Do on you- the Target 10% off day. Oh, yeah. So I bought a $100 gift card. Ugh. So it was only nine. So that's what I used. So then I, I totally went by and circle back and bought that that's great so anyways those are some of the big gifts and then i've gotten like some i got like a small like ball like you drop the ball in and it like throws it out and spins around for owen oh yeah yeah, yeah. i love that and i figured like the kids will like it too yeah yeah um and then there's like fun for the whole family yeah like we bought him a monster truck mm. even though it's really aiden that would like it but it's to so that aiden understands that he has to share yep Yep, yep, I guess. So, anyways, those are some of the the wiggle cars, the Tony box, the ultimate Hot Wheels Ultimate Garage. Some other good gifts that I've told people is like, I, they're actually, I saw them here, like those those writing tablets. Oh, yes. Those have been such a big, like, I bought them, I think, a year ago. And probably in the past six months, the kids have like really started to use them. My like, kids in use the car. them constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Love like seven of them. Le- yeah. So, one for every place in our life. Mm hmm. Six for the car, three for here. One I literally have, I found one in the closet, still unopened, that I bought that I, I lost. So, so you can buy them in bulk. Oh. You can literally buy like a package of 25 for like 100 bucks. Does yours have keep... a pen attached? It, yeah, there's like, so there's like the no, pen. But, but yes. And so, then there's like a little hole you can put a string through. Okay. And then like the end, yeah. you put the string through that and Our, you like tie it to it. One has the one that was bought and then lost for a year. Oh. That I'm now going to gift. Yes. So one of the kids. Um, 
that one has an attach pen, but the other two don't. And that is my biggest regret is not having the attach pen. The attach pen because they get lost like instantaneously. Like forget it. Immediately gone. Yeah. Bye. See you later. I tried to have my in-laws finish off Christmas by getting us tickets to Disney on ice. Oh, I loved it. It was so much fun. My kids loved it. But that's okay. We're still going to do it. It's so fun. Because I think like. I actually thought about just doing it with Ava. I was going to say, especially if Ava is now into like Frozen and Encanto and like all of those stories. So they had one last year that was just Frozen and Encanto. Yeah. This one coming up, there's like Frozen for sure. And then it's Loco. Coco? Coco. (laughs) I. I, Loco Coco. I, I mixed Luca and Coco. Oh, my God. I mean. Honestly, it's so, so much fun. Like, they love it. They're, like, so into the jumps and the characters and the yeah. songs. And they do, like, such a good job of bringing the stories to life. It's really, it's really good. You I used to go every it. year as a kid. Really? Yeah, because my friend Sarah, her family, like, somebody in her family, like, worked for the garden. So we oh, would go yeah. And we'd get, like, third row seats at the garden. Oh, but the so one fun. coming right after Christmas time, um, it's at BU. So it's kind of like a small okay. arena like, like Worcester is. That actually probably will be better because there's not... So I wish we, we went to the DCU one, but the timing just didn't work out in October. The DC, We went to both. We went to the DCU Center and the Garden, and I have to say the DCU, but the DCU Center is better. Because it's smaller. It's smaller, and we sat like five rows off the ice, yeah. and we were like right there. Uh, but the show is exactly the same. It just travels yeah. back and forth. Right. So, and the ice rink is the exact same size, but the arena is smaller. Yeah. So you can you get more in the action. Yeah. Which was so much fun. The tickets at the garden are more expensive. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you for get, sure. like, closer to the ice. We saw the full show at the garden, like, the full classic Disney on Ice with, like, all the characters. Yeah. At the garden. And then we saw the Frozen and Encanto gotcha. at DCU. And... I mean, overall, both shows were amazing, but I think the experience at the DCU Center was better. Um, I think so, anyway. I don't know. My kids, like, they don't... We're at the Garden all the time. Like, we go to sporting events a lot. Um, So I don't know if, like, maybe that's part of the magic. Like, it's a bigger place. Like, there's more, like, things to do, things to see, more people. Uh, Maybe that's, like, part of the magic for kids as well. My kids were like... Are we going to our regular seats or are we staying somewhere else? Like <laughs> such fucking spoiled bitches. But um, I definitely thought the experience at the DC Center okay. was better. Yeah, I just gotta, I gotta buy them. Yeah, do it. It's so fun. You won't regret it. It's so much fun. I was gonna do the day after Christmas. Do it. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, that's so perfect. Yeah, you'll have the best time. So what were your last year? You did like a lot of big gifts. I'm assuming you're doing something similar. Or we did the same. We did pretty much the same thing. We did do more individual gifts this year, yeah. but they're smaller. So we did, like, for individual gifts, we did, like, alarm clocks. Oh, cute. You know, yeah. we got, like, alarm clocks. We got, we got, I, we got them, the Amazon tablets, uh, because we are going to Mexico in January. Right, right. And McKenna's yeah. now using one at school anyway. Like, they have iPads at school. Yeah, crazy. Which is nuts. I personally, and this is like truly no judgment to anybody ever. For me, I don't like, I don't like personal devices for my kids. Yep. They have a time and they have a place and I get it. And it is like, even on the way home from, uh, we went to New Hampshire over the weekend. 
me and my husband were in the car and all three girls are in the back seat just like beating the shit out of each other and we literally was like this is this is when you would give your kid a tablet and we're like yeah absolutely like yeah. definitely so we like finally we did tablets for the two older ones um what else did we do we did so i don't know if we go to this place i know you've been there too um oh my god what's the name of it the farm with all the animals holy shit what's the name of it it's like out yonder oh um fuck I want to say Drumlin Farm, but it's not Drumlin no, Farm. I want to say Connor's Farm, but it's not Connor's Farm. No, what is the name of this fucking place? Oh my god, I can't believe I can't believe like oh my, my mind is blanking so hard, so fucking hard. Regardless, anyway, I'm gonna like think about this all night now. But regardless, they have like this go uh, kart track, but it's pedal go karts. Yes, yes. So yes, we sir. bought we bought each one of them one of those. And then we got like hair extensions. They're really into like colorful hair extensions. Um, we got them some other things. But then for like their big, I know we're like feverishly typing. Like, what the hell is the name of this place? Davis Farm. Davis Farm. I was like, I want to say Drumlin Farm, but it's not. Da- it's not Drumlin Farm. We named That's two I, farms that are at, in actual Massachusetts. Oh my god, Drumlin okay. Farm is where I used to go when I was a kid, and yes. they would like let you churn your own butter. Core memory. Anyway. Um, so those are individual gifts. And then this year for big gifts, my girls are really, my older girls are really, really into gymnastics. Okay. So we got them gymnastics equipment. Did you get a bar? I got a bar. I got a full regulation beam. I got a 13 foot mat. Nice. We have a back walkover, like assisting thing. Um, We've got all the shit. And I have now threatened my husband. He needs to get rid of the fucking dining room table that he insisted the previous owners of this house leave that has been sitting in my dining room. Is he away right now? Yeah, he's away. So post that shit on Marketplace. Dude, I told him, I was like, you have until the end of the year to get rid of it or I'll pay somebody to come and take it. He's like, oh, I'm going to do my best. I'm like, no, honey, I don't think you understand. It needs to go. It is taking him so much fucking space. My kids are getting older, right? Like, my yeah. youngest is two. Right. We got her um, We got her a scooter. Yep. And we got her, like, elbow pads and a helmet. We got new helmets for all the kids. Like, stuff like that. Like, that yeah. was, like, their individual gifts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm like, that room needs to be transformed. Like, they don't use a lot of the stuff in there anymore because they're not, like, into little toys. They're into like their extracurricular activities and that's what they want to do all the time. So they want to do like dancing. I was going to like install like a dance, like a ballet bar on one of the sides. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do you know what I mean? I was like, I would love to put like maybe like a little like closet in there so we can put like weights in there so we could also work out in there. Do you mean like I need that space needs to be more functional and that is my goal for the new year. Seamless transition to new year goals because yeah. now we are getting into it we are doing like a fucking marathon episode because we've been off air for like a month yeah no i feel you about about transitioning spaces yeah. i feel like you have to be so cognizant of it because it happens so fast like your children's needs are constantly evolving and then like that playroom has been like the center of our attention for so long and it has worked so well for so long but now all of a sudden they're not using any of the stuff in there. Like they are, they're moving on yeah. in their interests and like what they want and what they use. And like, 
the way that we're using our home now is like markedly different than the way we were using it when we first moved here when our kids were very, very small. My middle daughter was eight months when we moved here. My oldest daughter was almost three. And now she's going to be almost six. And my middle daughter is going to be four and a half. Crazy. Like it's very, very different. Yeah. And then I have a two-year-old who just wants to do what their big sisters do. Yeah, she doesn't. She the the younger ones don't do the same what, baby things, right? Mm-mm. So like I, you know, talking about um, transitioning spaces, right? Yeah. And and expectations for what your vision is for that space. Yeah, is that I always envisioned rotating toys. That didn't I, for me. That did not happen. I took I threw toys out. out. Toys. So I took toys. I took the baby toys out. Yeah. And I put them in a bin, and I put them on a shelf. But then you just had another baby. Yep. And you want to know what happened to those baby toys? They're still in your garage. They never came out of the bin. That's that's what I'm saying. So last year, I did a big collection for the community cupboard. Yeah. On um, the local community cupboard, which I didn't know was a thing, by the way. Oh yeah. I had no fucking idea that this was a thing. Like I could go buy groceries and put it in a refrigerator or that I could take my toys and like give it to this organization. Yeah. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. So I took all those toys that never came out of the bin. Yeah. And at that point now I had another baby. Yeah. And I gave them all away because I was like, this isn't like I had a brand new like jumper, you know, like activity center. Yes. I was gifted for my baby shower. Yes. But then somebody gave me one <coughs> free. And so then that one, it's still in the box downstairs, right. never been opened. So I'm like, I either need to try and scan it and see if like it's sold at Target and Dude, I can return, like, it. return yeah. it somewhere or whatever, gift it to some, I don't know, whatever, give it away. Who knows? But like, that's the kind of shit transitioning spaces is that I, I need to like, I, I need to like cleanse the extra. So there's also this organization and I've, the name escapes me. My sister-in-law was telling me about it. I'll have to get the name from her so we can post it. Victoria, if you are listening, please text me the name of this organization. But she's like, they're like the most takiest people. Do you know like if you're trying to like, you know, um, like donate toys or donate whatever, like they're always has to be sealed in a box hermetically, you know, like can't be ever used, can't be breathed on. Like it has to be brand, 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 brand new. Right. So, but this place is like, uh, 99% of what is being donated is not like in those, in that condition. So we will find a place for it. So they, what they do is this organization, I guess this is what my sister-in-law told me is that they mail you like this giant bag Oh. And you just stuff it full with whatever it is that you're trying to get rid of. It's like postmarked. All the p- postage is paid for. You drop it back off in the mail and you just, it, they, they sort it out and like get it to where it needs to go. So the Marlboro community cupboard, yeah. they take everything. Oh, they do? Yeah. I mean, obviously they say like, you don't want to be donating. <clears throat> like, be like things that are broken. Stuff, yeah. bronze, broken stuff. Yeah. But Toys do not need to be new. They just would like them to be clean. Yeah, yeah, essentially. yeah. Like, you know, like, um, but they take stuffed animals. Oh, wow. A lot of very, people don't do rare. that. Yeah. Um, and understandably so, honestly. Yeah, but they take, they take a ton of stuff. Um, and the whole, the organization is pretty cool. Um, and then <clears throat> I just learned about these like textile donation bins for the schools in our town oh yeah there's one at my oh, oldest yeah. school i well, go there all the time 
because I, when my husband is traveling and he doesn't know. <laughs> well, because the problem is, is that I, I do donate a lot of clothes. Like I, yeah, I, 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 I purge, do too. I purge a lot. Um, but then there's always like, it, Ryan didn't really do that growing up. Like this was like a thing. I remember like purging every season. We didn't and, do that growing up either, but I mean, and we would go to the Goodwill crazy that people trailer do at, at the stop and shop in my town and donate the bags of clothes. Like yeah. it was just like a thing. So that's, I, that's, I grew up doing it. Yeah. Excuse me. Twice, like twice a year. Yeah. No. And you should. And I think it's amazing. So anyways, Ryan would be like, oh, I'm really going to donate this. But like if clothes are, this is stuff that I, normally I would then just throw them away. But right. now I'm like, oh, we can like the stuff that's ripped or, or like stained or whatever we can put in a bag and put in the textile bin. Honestly, I, I, it blows my mind that people don't do this and it's so needed. First of all, there is a need like for people who, um, like don't have and who are, you know, living below the poverty line mm-hmm. and just like straight up don't have clothes. Like they'll take anything and like you need to be giving your things to them. Like if it's something that you don't need, please donate to somebody who does need it. And yeah. then also beyond that, there's like this massive sustainability factor, right? Of like not constantly buying new shit. Like go to a thrift store every once in a while and buy something that was bought in the eighties. That is Christmas like, gifts off marketplace. Dude, uh, no, but seriously, <laughs> dude, I just got like you want to talk about a three foot Elsa thing. I got my girls. Uh, I actually don't know if you know her, but whatever. She was giving away. I'm sure everyone's doing a purge like pre Christmas, right? right? Yeah. Like as we all do. Um, I found it. I just like happened. I don't go on Facebook that much, but I happened to stumble across this and it's like this four foot tall, three foot wide frozen castle. Oh, I saw that. Yes. That I was originally what I was, I got it for was to add, I was going to paint it all black and do it like sparkly and like make it a uh, part of my Halloween decor for next year. Yeah. Cause obviously I'm already planning for that. But then I was in my car. I had just had my youngest with me when I picked it up. Whatever happened that day, I totally forget, but I didn't get it out of my back, out of my trunk yeah. before I picked up my middle one from school. And she was like, run that back, Turbo. What the fuck did you just say you're going to do with that? No, that needs to go in the playroom. We are going to keep that. So now it's something they play with all the time. And honestly, that's the right move. They fucking love it. Like, why am I going to, like, especially at this age. Yeah. Where we go through things so quickly. You so go phases, through yeah. things so fucking quickly. And not for nothing, but they fuck shit up left and right. And for me, the reason, like, the reason I started doing Christmas the way that I did, that I do it now, is because for the first, like, one, two, three years that my kids were on this earth, I would buy them puzzles and little Lego things and, like, p- things with little parts and, like, shit, shit that they could lose. By December 27th, nothing was whole anymore. Okay, speaking of puzzles, I got to ask. Oh, what? Am I terrible if I give them all away? No. I feel like I have this, like, attachment to the puzzles. I because read, I'm like, you're a puzzle-forward family. Because I'm like, oh, puzzles are good for your brain. Mm. And, like... My kids love puzzles, so we have all of ours, but... If you don't use them, fucking They literally are just taking up a shelf on like you know like my two-tiered thing and i stare at them and i'm like literally we are cleaning up the playroom in the basement tonight before yeah. i came over and ryan's like 
because we now have a rewards chart for the kids. Oh, yes. Um, we had to start that, but it's, it's going pretty well. That's good. Yeah. Mine doesn't go good at all. Yeah, like they're very, very rewards focused. My oldest one is getting there, it's, but it's, she wants cash. She's fine, like, I'd give them money. I don't care. They pick the reward. Okay. They have to get 30 stars and they pick their reward. And last time it was candy. Cool. I mean, that's great, honestly. And they got anyway, some candy. Back to the Anyways, puzzles. Back to the puzzles. And so I'm just like, I, I want it to be something, right? Like I want the puzzle. They, there, there's two puzzles that they really like. It's like the fishing puzzle. It has oh, the magnetic Oh, with the fish. magnetic and yeah. they lift. Yeah, yeah, We got a shark And I got one. the other the other puzzles I think I pretty much all got for free. <laughs> so they're just sitting in our playroom. And so tonight Ryan is like, there's just so much miscellaneous shit. Oh, like, my God. We have God. like cut up pool noodles that I had done when like Aiden wasn't fucking talking. God help him, you know. He doesn't shut the fuck up now. Oh, he is a um, chatty boy. Yeah. And I'm like, we did it so that he could like organize colors. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or something, right? And Ryan's like, there's just, and I'm like. We don't need them anymore, I said, babe. I said, just Ready, leave watch them this. Out. Watch this. I knew it was there. Is that aquaphor? <laughs> pot of aquaphor out of my. Out of my I was wondering what you were ferociously looking for. Um, so I was like, just leave it out. I was like, I'm going to purge the playroom tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I just, I honestly just did it, and I, it's, I could do another round. Yeah, I've already given. I've purged. I purged two bags of toys just from our toy box. In our living room. And oh. I'll never forget. It was actually one day last year. It was after, immediately after we had recorded a podcast. We were recording at night. And after that, I was like, this is it. This, this is my time fucking to it. fucking shine. Misha was gone. I made myself a martini as a lady does. I go into my playroom. And when I tell you, I ripped out every toy, book, puzzle wig dress up bullshit all of it i just piled it in the middle of the room i took a picture of it and i forget who it was her. i always are it was a friend of ours i i sent it to her because her and i were going to see this comedian together and i was listening to her podcast as i was doing it mm-hmm. and like during this time we were like finalizing plans of like what we wanted to do and whatever um and i sent the picture to her she's like holy fucking shit and i was like i know I know, G. Holy fucking shit. There was, when I say I had a four foot by eight or ten foot pile of shit in the middle of the playroom, it was massive. Like, you don't realize, especially during these baby, young child, toddler years, how much shit you accumulate. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Now, I get a goodie bag from a birthday party. I literally throw it straight. Don't in the give out goodie bags. I don't fucking want them. You know what I do now, honestly. So I give like each kid like one little gift, right? But like it's something useful. Like we had a, my daughter, oldest daughter, just cheerleading, and when we um, had like the end of year party here, I made them all keepsakes. So what I did, I got shadow boxes for everybody, eight by eight shadow boxes. I had everybody bring their bow, like their competition giant fucking cheer bow. And a picture, because, uh, you know, during cheer, like, yeah, the picture's taken. Everyone bring, a, bring the picture. Everyone bring a bow. And we made little shadow boxes with the bow and a picture. And it's just, like, this cute thing. You keep it on the wall. You can literally do it every year and, like, see all the bows from, like, all the different shit, whatever. And I gave them all, like, little, um, like, cheerleading essential kits. Like, little zip-ups where they had, like, a clip, some hair elastics, 
like some other random things, but they just threw it in their cheer bag and they have it for next year. I did not give out stickers. I did not give out little fucking keychains. I did not give out whistles. I did not give out like candy. Like just keep it. Do you know what happens to stickers? I throw them away. I throw them away immediately. Stickers have now ended up on my window, my <gasps> wa- my windows, my floor. And so there's like, I, that's also my list tomorrow. I can't. Is to take like the razor blade mm. and peel the fucking stickers. It's my middle one. I. And I'm like. Hate stickers. I hate stickers. With a burning passion. And then it's like they get stickers because daycare gives them stickers for positive reinforcement because my kids are very driven by that as we've just discussed. And so then they get put on their t-shirts. Great. They get tons of stickers because they've had a great day. But then we go into bath every night and they take off their clothes and I forget to take off the fucking stickers. And then you and throw then it them in the washer. And dryer and it sticks to their fucking clothes. And then it ruins their shirts. Dude, I have so many. I have this one rainbow dress <sighs> and it kills so me. It haunts me every time I see it. It was one of my oldest daughter. And it's like I have three girls. It's like all of their clothes get passed down. I see them on multiple children. It's actually really sweet. Yeah. But there's this one dress. That my oldest daughter had that I loved. It was like her first, it was my first baby. Like it was like her first like frilly, tulle, sequin, sparkly dress. I don't know what the fuck happened. But at some point there were stickers that like were stuck to all of it, like all over it. It somehow made it into the wash without me removing the stickers It came out of the dryer and still to this day, this is almost like, I don't know, five years ago, there are still spots all over it from where the stickers and the adhesive once was. Pisses me off to no fucking end. I hate stickers. I hate goodie bags. Goes in the trash. Please don't give them to my kids. Love you. Thank you. This has been a PSA for the love of Christ. Anyway, back to purging your playroom. I need to do another sweep. That room is no longer functional. My kids don't play with half the shit that's in there. Um, there's a giant dining room table taking up 25% of the space that also needs to go to make room for the things that we bought them for Christmas that they are going to use on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And not for nothing, but that also helps them like in their like learn new skills for things that they do outside of school. Right? Like my kids do dance and gymnastics and like that's their thing and they love it. And it's nice to have the ability to like reinforce some of those skills at home or even like learn new ones. Yeah, you know, I, I had to fucking do that with this goddamn table in the way. I'm gonna I burn had it a down. gymnastics bar on my Amazon wish list. It's still there. Yeah. We talked about it. We felt like now's not the right time. Maybe a little early. But because one of my friends has it and mm. my kids are obsessed with it because it's a gymnastics bar, but it also comes with a swing. Oh, yes. And the kids love it. And it's not that expensive. I mean, it's not any more expensive than the Hot Wheels Ultimate Garage T-Rex shit. Um, But, you know, like our basement, we use a large amount of space, especially in the wintertime, with the bounce house. So it's like, I'm also purging some of our stuff. So I have like we had a Guinness bar. You've pro- you, if you've been on Facebook, anybody, you might have seen it listed. I saw it. So we bought the we bought the bar. We bought it off Facebook Marketplace, whatever, and then we hardly utilized it. It was 
from the get-go too small for the space but it just like it didn't work the way we wanted it to and so we want to get rid of it and then just put cabinets like built-in cabinets along the back wall which is what we had always intended to do but we don't actually need a bar what we're going to then do is to install in between the post in the basement right just like a floating (laughs) (laughs) like a floating like basically like how you have this like sofa table back there it would be installed between the posts Mm -hmm. um like a bar top yeah yeah and then um speaking of facebook marketplace rye guy found a fucking beverage fridge but like great finds no 25 dollars gina this thing is in Mint condition. I got to get on basic market. I mean, more, when honestly. he told me it, I was like, <laughs> I was Johnny on the spot. Texted the lady. I said, my husband, they were in Natick. I said, my husband can be there in 23 minutes. Oh my God. We went and got like, it. It's such 20, a great. Find. I was like, good fucking fight. I was so pumped because I've been wanting one. Yeah, of course. Um, And then his office, which like he doesn't, his office is like, used to be like the dog's room, the formal living room. It, it's still the dog's room. The dog's still alive. Yeah. But it's like, I look at that room and it's totally overwhelming to me. I don't utilize it. So why it's, it's why it pains me so much, but it's like, it's, it's the right up in your house. You don't have control over. It's also on the main floor. Yes. So it's, it's right off right the kitchen. There. Yeah. So it's like, it's like your playroom. Like you see it. It's something yes. that you walk by all the time. See, honestly, I feel less intensely about my playroom because it is like my house is set up in a way that that's kind of like blocked off a little. Like you Fair. have a much more open concept than i do because when you walk in your front door you can go left or you can go right or no you can just go around to the dining room yeah but i don't i feel like your i feel like yours is like so much more open i don't think that room doesn't bother anybody else really besides me but like we have a sofa that is covered but it's like the dog uses it right right so but i'm like let it go i like posted it for a couple hundred bucks knowing that I would take really not much for it. But I was like, hey, if I can make a little bit off of it, fine. Um, but at this point, I'm probably going to end up get, get getting rid of it. Like, I just want it out. Yeah. Because I'm just like, it, we just need less. Yeah. And I think That's after having too. a third, like, I've always been somebody that like, we need less. Like, ne- less things on the counter. Less stuff out. Like, put this stuff away. Find a place for this. Yeah. We're turning our closet that's right off of our kitchen. You're going to do it? Into our pantry. Yep. You are going to do it? Yep. So, that's awesome. Um, that's, oh, I, miss I have like pantry. a short list tomorrow because I have the baby home with me, obviously, because he's sick still. So, but we have like our, our like mop and our vacuum and like a small bin of arts and crafts in that closet. Yeah. So that's going to go into like where the laundry room closet is yeah like towards the garage yep everyone's gonna have a limited selection of shoes available jackets i know the shoes and jackets have been on your shit list for a while yep i mean like my pump bag is in there that's gonna get tossed um i would donate it but it's ripped um well loved so anyways and the wood has been bought yeah it is in the office it's happening <laughs> with everything else. Um, but the wood has been bought like for the shelves. It's happening. We're just going to probably. Is this a DIY situation? Or yeah, are you Ryan's having gonna some. Yeah, Ryan's going to do it. Yeah, okay. Because it's it's pretty sim- simple. Oh, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to try. I don't know if we're going to do all the same size shelves or we might do like one smaller, <laughs> one bigger, whatever. And I originally thought like, oh, it'd be nice to have like a bigger shelf where I can put my KitchenAid mixer. But in reality, it's best underneath 
the island where I just pick it up and it's and like having it, a move. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it will just give us more space. I mean, like I emptied out a ton of kids I stuff. I love, I miss in our condo that we lived in before this house. I can get baskets and pullouts and stuff oh, like that. That's what I. It's miss. the best. On We had like this deep, wide pantry. We had like our cabinets or whatever, but we had this like centrally located pantry and it was the fucking best. I miss that more than any, like I, and I say this all the time, I would have stayed in that condo for the rest of our lives if we had like one more bedroom and a little bit of a bigger yard. I loved that place so fucking much. I miss it every day. And I, one of the things I miss most is, is the pantry. You're going to be so happy. You're so going to be so I'm, happy you did my it. My apprehension about the pantry in that space was I was like, well, it's disconnected from the kitchen. But then I've gone to like friends' houses, Paige, and she, her, <laughs> shout pantry, out. Her pantry is like, is outside of the, like, is beyond the kitchen walls <sighs> and is in the hallway, right? Outside of her living room. And I never felt like when I'm at her house, it never felt disconnected. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why I felt whatever. Like, this is literally essentially a junk closet. Like, yeah, I, I mean, purge make it into the arts a, a and more functional space yeah. for sure. I'm going to throw out all the Play Doh, <clears throat> enforce one color only Play Doh. Are you one of those people? Like, I can't do it when it gets mixed. Well, like when it's mixed and then it's I, it becomes like, useless. It's I so agree. fucking stupid. I agree with you. Um, Anyways, so my goal for the new year, you're talking about transitions for the new year, um, is is to uh, do less to allow to do more. Do less to allow to Simplify. experience Simplify. Simplify your life. No, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely on my short list as well. Just like simplify my home space because yep. we spend so much time there. Yep. Nope. I totally, totally get it. It is honestly, it's, it's something you really have to be on top of because things change so quickly. That's awesome. Yes. My, one of my goals as well, of course, but another one of my goals, I think like last year we did a new year's Eve episode or a new year's episode. And I think something I said was I need this to be a building year for me. Like, I need to get my shit together. I'm done having kids. Like, I need to get all of my ducks in a row. I need to really work on my mental health, which is something that I have done extensively this year. And it has been, like, truly one of, like, the most productive years of my life. Of just, like, getting to a point. Like, I always, like, I always kind of felt like, Especially, like, really, not before I had kids, but during the kids' years, I really, really, really felt sort of lost. And, like, I could be doing better. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, where I wanted to be mentally. I'm not where I wanted to be, of course, physically. I mean, kids, we don't need to go into the physical shit that goes on with your body when you're having children, whatever. But I was like, I need to like, I need to switch my mindset because I think after you have children, you need to become a different person. And I think sometimes it takes a while for your brain and your mind to catch up to that. Yeah. I think of like that how, was... like what it requires, like what your mentality yeah. needs to be after you have kids to still continue to lead a life that's number one productive and number two, where you're still accounted for. That was my, I think my goal this year. Yeah. And I felt, same. So, I, I mean, I did do the boxing thing, which I should. Yes. Discount. Which is amazing. But I, I, I think in general, I, 
I underestimated the change again yeah. and the shift to three kids and what that would mean. So I think I fell a little short in that category, which is fine. But I think it's totally like, fine. I think it's like that. But I think first you also year. had other focuses. Like you, right, all, yeah. but your your baby is also like a whole year younger than mine. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, for it's sure. like like I think now where your baby is too. It's, she's it's too. like it's it's different. Yes, for sure. You yeah. got to be your like I started when my daughter was one. Like when my youngest daughter was one. Yeah. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of like started the whole transition. But honestly, this year has been like truly transformative of like who I am mentally, what my habits have become, how I like live my life. And I don't know. So this is the thing, right? And I look back now that I'm kind of on the, like I'm on the almost healed side of it rather than as opposed to where I started at. I, I Was it depression was it anxiety? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, like, it's so weird. I'm like, what was it that was, like, keeping me in this, like, clouded place? Because that's what it felt like. It just felt like there was constantly, it's like, I know, I knew who I wanted to be. And I knew that I just, like, wasn't touching that. Like, I wasn't yeah. getting there. Um, And I don't know why it was so weird because I remember like I'm just thinking about it now like in retrospect right like I would make so many excuses for things about why something wasn't working out or like why I wasn't doing this or what and not that they weren't valid but it's it seems so much easier now to um just do like what it is that I wanted to do I can't explain it's so weird because I'm like thinking about it and it's like why was that hard then and it's not hard now I think your mind shift shifts because I'm still feeling what you're feeling, what you felt. Yes. It's like, for some reason, things felt so fucking hard then. Because I think they are. They, they were. I, see, I can't, I can't tell. But because like nothing, nothing material has changed in my, and this is why I say that, it's because nothing material has changed in my life, but like up here has changed. Like my brain has changed. Yeah. But that's also partially circumstantial like my kids are a little bit older things are a little bit easier to have them in school five days a week like yeah like things are getting like circumstantially different but also I feel like a different person mentally your personal time has shifted my personal time has shifted but also when I tell you like therapy and microdosing mushrooms <laughs> for legal reasons that is a joke but like when I tell you like I have done things in my life to like truly fix my brain and fix my brain chemistry that I didn't even know needed fixing before. Like I felt fine. Like I'm not like a depressed person. I'm not an anxious person, but I just always knew that things could be better. Yeah. Or that I could be like better in certain ways or that like I was making excuses, but also those excuses felt valid. But now it's like, it feels so easy to overcome those things and I feel that is because I worked on myself mentally for this entire year. And I do really feel like I got to where I needed to go. And I don't think I've ever felt that way, like, over the course of a year. That's amazing. For, for some reason, I've always felt like time is kind of slipping away. It's like, oh, I'll do it this time. Oh, I'll do it whenever. I'll do it. Like, I feel like I did what I needed to do this year. I Like, I feel like I'm really going into next year, like, truly – having accomplished a lot of what I wanted to accomplish this year, 
which is a new feeling for me, especially over the last, like I said, six years since having kids. Like you really do, like your personal development gets put so far, like behind all of the That's other what I'm saying, shit. Is you think that part of it is because you're done having children and so that the I think you're like I think the pendulum has shifted or whatever I think the mental realization that I was I think I could have done this not all of it I think I needed to be done having kids because I think that in order to implement any change you need to be ready for it yeah and I knew that I was never going to be like I, that's what I told myself I was like I'm never going to be ready for this until I'm like done with this portion of my life yeah because the effort that it requires requires you to like not be nursing a baby every three hours right requires you to like not be sleep training a kid but there are other stressors on your life right but it's different it's definitely different like the small baby years are 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 hard um but I think that I yeah I told myself that like once I was done having kids there were changes that needed to be made in my life and like that was a standard I set for myself and it's Definitely. I don't know. I just, I feel like over the last couple of years, it's like, oh, I want to do this in the new year. I want to do this. I want whatever. Not even just in the new year, but just like in life overall. Um, and I feel like this year, the intentions I set like last new year, I did accomplish in this past year. Like I needed it to be a building year. I needed it to be a year where I was like building a foundation for myself and I feel like I really did I'm that. I'm pretty sure that's what you said last year. Is that what I said? I'm pretty sure. If we like, like if in you, my mind, that's what I was thinking all year. Is like, like this needs to be a foundational be like, year. That would be the tape rewinding. We'll have to find. I'll have to go back and look. I'll have to find the clip. But regardless, I feel like I changed a lot of my bad habits. I transitioned into some really good habits. I healed myself, you know, a lot mentally, and now. My next goal is like a physical transformation. Okay. I like during everyone, everyone who has had a child, I don't care if you are the most fit person on earth or you are on my 700 pound life, whatever the fuck that name of that show is. Everybody's body changes when you have children. And I think I've said this in the past, like I'm not like particularly insecure about my body. I've never have been. I've always like enjoyed my body. Like it's not, it's just like never been something that's like on the forefront for me. But now I'm beginning to feel it health wise. Okay. Like I've gained, I think since when I got pregnant with my first daughter to now, I've gained like 80 pounds. Like that's, that's a crazy fucking number. 80 pounds. Why? We could, you know, hash that out until the cows come home. You know, why do you overeat? Like, whatever. Like, right. we all do. Like, dude, I, and I remember saying to my OB during my second and third pregnancy, I was like, I want you to be, I want to be on the same page. Because obviously, like, nutrition and weight gain is, like, a big focus when you're, like, going for all your appointments. I was like, ma'am, I'm just going to stop you right there. I will I will gain weight during this pregnancy. I just want you to know that. Like, I enjoy myself. I do not hold back. I look at this as a time where, like, I'm just going to stuff my face, and that's what it is. And she's like, okay, fair. And then we went into this whole situation of, like, okay, well, or this conversation of, like, okay, well, what are you – it's like, I don't eat – like, I'm not overweight because I eat too much McDonald's. I'm overweight because I eat too much Beef Wellington. 
Like, I love to cook. We've talked about this extensively on this podcast. So if I'm on TikTok and I'm like, oh, my God, that chicken sandwich looks so good. Let me get on Instacart and order all the shit for it. It's here in two hours and that's what I eat. Or I'll make, you know, a lasagna, a beautiful lasagna, you know, once a week, whatever it is. But like, that's my issue. And that's not sustainable. You can't do that for the rest of your life. And like I said, more than it just being like a vanity issue, it's, I don't want it to become a health issue. Uh And I'm feeling it now that it's like not becoming a health issue, but I'm seeing the signs that it could become a health issue in the future. Like, for example, my, I have had this, um, not ringing, but like, it sounds like there's fluid. You know, when you get sick and like your sinuses get backed up, she's like, I'm living this day to day right now. My right ear. Um, it has been like that for months, like literal months. And at this point, I don't remember when it actually started, but I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And I always thought it was like from a time I was sick because like you have children, you're sick all the time. It's like, I don't know. But then the other day I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? Like, let me schedule a doctor's appointment. I was looking into like doctors. We'll get to that in a minute. But I like looked at my symptoms online and they were saying that it's like this narrowing of a vein in your head that drains cerebral spinal fluid Cool. from your brain. They're like, I mean, you're not going to like have a heart attack or die of a stroke, but like you could go blind. Great. I was like fucking awesome. And I had all of the symptoms. Female, 18 to 40, overweight, has had multiple children, like in my right ear, like all of the symptoms. I'm like, well, this is fucking it. This is what I have. But then I'm like, I've been also on this journey because I'm like not one. Like I don't, we've talked about this before. Like I don't go to the doctors all the time. I do my physical once a year. And like other than that, like I don't take medication except for the fucking Z pack I took a couple weeks ago that almost killed me. Um, so I was like looking into alternative you know, reasons and like reading all these medical studies and like all, all these like alternative treatments as to what could like help cure this. And I have to say 90% of what was out there was like, it's not curable. Like this is like, we're just going to manage it. It is what it is. But then there was this reason, this, uh, this study I read about some research that happened. I, I forget what university it was. Am I doing USC? I forget regardless, but they're like, it's tied to inflammation and, lymphatic blockages so your cure is lymphatic drainage and losing weight and becoming less inflamed right like obesity is a major factor in what's going on here so kate when i tell you i did i looked on i went on youtube as one does and i found this like facial lymphatic drainage Mm. massage I got all the shit that they said. It was like a gua sha and like this say, oil sha, yeah. and all the things. I did it once. My symptoms have reduced 90%. And I have been dealing with this for like literally three to six months. I don't even remember. But it would be like I would have like hear my heartbeat in my ear so loudly sometimes that I would have trouble falling asleep. And Mine after more one. Like it's like it feels like a cold wind. Yes, that's what happens. Yes, yes. Sometimes it's like my heartbeat, and then sometimes it's like a wind. But my TMJ has is really, really bad right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so they said that can also be related to that as well. So it's all tied, like everything that's like above the shoulders. And then another thing that I realized during my black hole descent into like what was going on with my fucking brain, because they're like, you need to schedule an appointment with a neurologist. You need to go have a, a, like an EG, like all of these things, like figure out what's going on. Because it was like a neurological issue from, you know, traditional science, traditional medicine. I was like, you need to manage this from a neurological standpoint. Right. So when I started going into all of these other things, it was like, do you have bad posture? What do your traps look like? Do you have like constant tension above your shoulders? Kate, I remember once. So I have these things called brachial cleft cysts. Okay. Yeah. Like they're in like the back of my head. Like it happens every once in a while. It was more prominent when I was younger. But I'll never forget. I had to go to an ENT doctor and he's like feeling around trying to see like what's going on. Because I've been having these like lymph issues and he's like, your traps are so well developed. Like, do you work out? I'm like, no, not at all. And this is when I was, I don't even know, 16, 17 years old. He's like, watch the tension in your neck and in your upper body and watch your posture because it could misalign all of the different drainages that happen in your head and your neck under your armpits and it could lead to some problems down the way. And I don't know why this wasn't didn't like stick with me. I don't maybe like at that point in my life I was just like fuck it, like whatever, I don't care. Literally, I was in my late teens, so like nothing mattered. But <laughs> it pops back into my brain like while I'm dealing with this shit. And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, even just like like I I feel like I literally sit like this all day." Yeah. Same. Do you know what I mean? Like shoulders hunched up to my fucking earlobes. Everything is tight, everything is tense. When I tell you in a matter of 24 to 48 hours, my symptoms have subsided 90% just from stretching and regularly being aware of my posture, doing lymphatic drainage, trying to eat more like le- like less inflammatory foods. Like here I am drinking a fucking dirty martini out of a, a solo cup, but you know, balance, <laughs> balance. but the drainage, the like holistic approach to what was going on has almost cured what was going on with me. And here I am having a full on panic attack. Like when I say like I was have like my heart was palpating. I, I, I was like almost I was I was convinced. I was like, I'm going to die. This is it. I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to die of a stroke. Like my kids are going to be orphaned. I'm gonna, like It's just going to be a whole, like I was literally like going down a fucking rabbit hole. And it's while we were getting ready to leave for North way this past weekend and then on the whole way up I started going down like these research routes of like how do I holistically manage this and it has almost cured the situation which has led me to find a functional medicine doctor the guy I found is also an MD so he's not like fully looney toony he's got like both skill sets (laughs) yep I'm excited. I have an appointment with him in the new year. I also hired a personal trainer and we're going to get this body right and tight. That's going to be my goal for the new year. And I hope to like fully realize my goals. But like I'm like I'm going like I have not been excited about like this new like a new year. I don't know why. Like everyone, you know, everyone does it. New Year's resolution like new year, new me. And it's I've always found it so irritating. But now having realized my goals from last year, I'm super excited to go into this next year. And I feel like this is going to be the year of my physical health and like getting my shit back together. I'm hoping by my 35th birthday, all will be right. But we're going to see. 
I hope everyone enjoyed that TED Talk. 35 is this two year. years. Oh, it's this year. It's this year. We're 34. No, we're not the same age. I'm 35. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I feel like I do this to you every fucking time. I know. I know. Because I had like a... That I think that's why this year was a bit tough because I like was like 35. Like I felt like those like increments of five years, right? They are hard to deal with. Yeah. 25, I cried. Me too. I had like a legit mental breakdown. 25, I, I, got, I was married. I got married the year I turned 25. And I was not married and that was the problem. Oh, I was 24. I was 24 when I got married. To hear, like to say that out loud. I'm like, what the fuck? Was-? Like it's worked out great. But I also, mean, I like, owned a house with Ryan. We, I mean, that's more married than being married. We didn't own property at the time, like at all. Like we bought our first house when I was, was I twenty three? I know we were young, dude. We, I got married. I was twenty four. Yeah, we got married. Yeah, I was twenty twenty four, twenty fifteen. I was born in eighty nine in June. We got married, and then I turned twenty five that August. So like six weeks later. Mm. But I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it was just, yeah. And then 30. And then 30, I was three days removed from having a baby. Me yeah, and my middle 30, daughter was- are three days apart. Like, we have a joint birthday every year, and it's so much fun. <laughs> um, Meet my oldest. And then 35 is coming this year. And that's when you enter that new demographic, 35 to, like, 40 or whatever. 35 to 42. No. Not always. Some of it, some of it doesn't happen until you're 36. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get one more good year, except for me. Well, you have like six months. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel but so I excited of, yeah. about going into this new year. What about you? What are you hoping to work on? I think I'm going in with nothing. Why? No, I mean like I mean something, right? I, I mean, want you to start microdosing mushrooms. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, Kate. It will change. It was. It is the single best thing. I have ever, ever, ever done. I am not even kidding. I am not blowing smoke up your ass. It is the best thing I have ever fucking done. I'm serious. I'm going to buy you a, a thing for Christmas and you're going to take them. Do <laughs> so you get drug tested for work? <laughs> like on an ongoing basis? Just don't change jobs in the next like six months. I don't think so. I did it when I, this is the only job I've ever been drug tested for. I'm telling you. Try it. Try it. It will change, your, change life. your life. I'm not kidding. Um, no, I think this year I want to granted, yes, I like did the boxing. Um, I have been on a hiatus for the past month because we were in Italy and then we have been struck with the sickness. Sickness the consumption. Yeah. Um, so I want to like, I look back at photos of myself after I did the bikini, mm-hmm. and I maintained that until I got pregnant again Yeah, my third. So I want to get back to that. I really want to focus on myself. So your physical well-being is top physical of your and, priority and list. Both. Okay. Okay. Full body. Okay. I'm going Well, I can fix one of those for you, for sure. <laughs> my mental. Um, so I think, yeah, because my mental state changed when my physical... They like kind of like yeah they go hand in hand they went hand in hand yeah I get that I do totally get that because when I was starting to do things better for my body I was sleeping better yeah therefore was 
less stress. Yes, and that's what I feel like the health aspect of less it. Less anxious. You Not know, just was, like the vanity part of it. Yeah. Like how do I look? How do the clothes fit? It's especially when you get to 30, 35, 40, like the health portion of it becomes infinitely more important. I don't want to moan when I get off the floor. Right? I want to pop up like a fucking daisy. Yeah. Boing. Yeah. Boing. So I think focusing on mental, focusing on myself. Yeah. I've, I've set goals before and I fell a little bit short. So. Yeah. So that. We're going to do it. Let's do it this year. Get all of our shit right and tight. Accountability. And then hopefully I've been talking about it for what? Two fucking years now about my business. But it's Dude. a new year. I know. It's a new year. I officially going to launch it. I was working on it last night. I need to have some thing else besides yeah. working within the walls of the hospital to give me more flexibility. Yeah. We'll start building that now. I'm telling you, if you can create like a brand, yes, you will be able to retire next year. Like this time next year, you'd be like, I'm done with the hospital. If you can like create a brand, like really focus on like packaging what you do and pushing that out. This time next year, you'll be out of the hospital. I know you'll all miss her. She's wonderful, but it's time. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, bitches. All right, Kate, what do you have going on this week? Dude, Christmas is like 12 days away, which is wild. While we were at the North Pole, we used to like you hike up the mountain, like you get off the train, the Polar Express, you get off the train, you hike up the mountain, you go to the North Pole. And Santa does like this little show. He's like, oh, ho, ho, Christmas is 14 days away. I'm like, is that right? 14 days? Okay, if anybody has in a my Santa, mind, it's still Thanksgiving. I want a Santa. I need a Santa. I've for what? Your home? Yep, on Christmas Eve. I looked into doing that. I went on HireSanta.com and nobody has fit. They're probably all booked. I I looked into that. Um, How magical would that be? That's so cool. I agree with you. You should. I mean, you should do it. You just have. To, it's something you have to have a little bit of foresight about. Um, you know what, my girlfriend. Her husband does it. He like is in the bathroom. Do you know um, my husband is doing is going to be Santa for the kindergarten fall of the holiday yes. party? <laughs> I can't wait. He's so excited. He's so, so fucking excited. excited. I'm like, this is like the perfect job for you. But yeah, you have to like do like a little bit of planning there. I found somebody. You did. Obviously, they just wouldn't have a real beard. I wanted like the real thing. Yeah. A real Kris Kringle. But the, ki- the kids don't care. No. Like, Aiden got to ride in a gunkwit. He got to ri- walk in the parade. Oh, so fun. And by walk, I mean he got to ride on the last float, which yeah. if you know anything about Christmas parades, the last float has Santa. Mm-hmm. And so he got to sit next to Santa. Was he pumped? He was so pumped. My dad said, I mean, he went by and he was very... He was very stoic. And then he smiled, but my dad was like, he was very serious. He was talking to Santa, but he was like, he was like, like, I have to be a representative for this Sandy Claus. Yeah. Oh, so so cute. But yeah, it would be so cool if like Santa came on Christmas Eve and gave them like their big gifts. Cute. 
That is so cute. So we'll see. Well, I hope it works out. Thanks. I really do. But anyways, yeah, just getting ready for the blessed day. Yeah. Purging. Purging. Hopefully next week everybody will will be in daycare. (laughs) Oh, my God. Honestly, yeah, I have my last final on Friday. So then I'm off until mid-January with school. And so is your children. (laughs) And so are my fucking kids. But you know what? It is what it is. It'll be fine. Like, they're a little bit older. They can entertain themselves in, like, a different way now. Um, But I will also continue the purging process into the new year and then start with the new doc as well as my primary care. Like, I still go to both. Mm -hmm. Um, But start my... Is this an in-person physician? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, he's in Newburyport. I get to drive. Okay, yeah. One of the I know a girl who does fun, uh, goes to a functional medicine doc for her kids. Yeah, um, but it's all virtual. I mean, that's like in New I, Hampshire or something. I don't know that I would do that. But. For me, and doing it like in tandem with my primary care. Yeah, I love that. Um, and the fact that this guy is also an MD, like yeah. he's like he did feel like he was a family medicine yeah. doctor for like twenty years. Yeah, fair. Um, so he's got, you know, like both and he can prescribe and order tests and like build my insurance and do all the yeah, shit. Yeah. So it actually really, really works that well. So yeah, I'll report back once I go see yes, him. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, healed myself more or less mentally this year going for that physical transformation next. I'm so excited for you. I'm excited for you. It's going to be a great year. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye.